Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you this historic day. Just before the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, boarded his Boeing 757 before leaving Reagan National Airport for New Jersey, he told reporters the legal process is not fair. He told reporters the legal process is not fair, adding. This is a very sad day for America. Indeed, collectively, it is a very, very sad day for our country. Former President Donald Trump held an umbrella to block the ongoing reign, and Trump called the case the persecution, persecution of a political opponent. And we have to call a spade a spade. And that is exactly what this appears to be. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. Bright and early in the program. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. You tell me whether this is overkill or not. You tell me, folks. The former president is facing, collectively, 78, 78 criminal charges in three jurisdictions with the possibility of a fourth indictment in Georgia by the end of the month. You tell me if that's overkill. Of course it is. Mr. Trump pleading not guilty Thursday to trying to allegedly overturn the results of the 2020 election loss, answering for the first time to federal charges that accuse him of orchestrating an unsuccessful attempt to block the peaceful transfer of presidential power. We all know by now the former president appeared before a magistrate judge in the nation's capital two days after being indicted by the Justice Department special counsel Jack Smith. And just an observation, in an observation to to begin with here. Sometimes the lead prosecutor 
will appear in court. But it, it seems that the goal of Mr. Smith is to antagonize the former leader of the free world. Why is it necessary for Mr. Smith to be in court? It's almost like he's trying to antagonize Mr. Trump. And so this case, as the feds allege, keyword allege, of the three cases that he's facing, the most recent charges, this one, are historic since they focus on Trump's efforts to, if you believe this, if you believe this, to uh, subvert the will of the voters and obstruct the certification of Democrat Joe Biden's victory. All of this, and we can't ignore this part of it, as Mr. Trump, as we all know, is the early front runner and in the 2024 Republican presidential primary. He's looking at four counts, four counts related to his efforts to what the feds uh, say, including conspiracy to defraud the United States government and on and on and on. Mr. Smith himself attended the, uh, the arraignment again, sitting in the courtroom's first row behind the prosecutors hand, handling the case and about 20 feet away from Mr. Trump. They looked in each other's direction, though neither appeared to gesture at or to talk to each other. The next court date is August 28, when a tentative trial date will be set. And uh, Mr. Trump, I, I guess I guess uh, we should be thankful for this at least uh, is not ordered to be at that at that uh, at that next hearing, according to the judge. I mean, after all, he is a presidential candidate, a leading presidential candidate. That's not the only news that we are following this morning. Some big news locally, the ex New York City buildings boss, Eric Ulrich, has been hit with corruption charges. Mayor Adams, former buildings commissioner, and a sealed indictment, according to published reports that are out uh, this morning. The former New York City buildings commissioner, Eric Ulrich, charged with corruption in a sealed indictment. Ulrich was revealed to be uh, under investigation by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg when investigators seized his phone last November, seven months after Mayor Adams tapped him as his building buildings commissioner. He resigned his buildings post days later. Now, this morning, Bragg's office is declining to comment or to confirm the sealed indictment but the New York Times first reported that Ulrich has been charged. So it is officially starting to look like corruption, or at least from one official in Mayor Adams' uh, administration. Now a uh, 
former official. This case is expected to center around Ulrich accepting a discounted apartment from a Brooklyn real estate developer who's had business dealings before the city. And it also focuses allegedly on Mr. Ulrich's uh, alleged gambling. And uh, this is something that we're going to be following closely. And another story. Sad day for America. I don't understand what is going on in the world. And I hope that those of you that support legalized marijuana, I hope that you are proud of yourself this morning. Take a bow. Take a bow. You've done wonderful things for society. New York City consumes more marijuana than anywhere else in the world. New York City consumes more marijuana than anywhere else in the world, according to a study. The 2023 Cannabis Global Price Index finds that New York City residents consume an average, let's all get high, of 62.3 metric tons of weed combined every year. Every year. Hope that you're proud of yourself. Hope that you are proud of yourself. The cheapest price, you know how you, I talk about on the radio how expensive mayonnaise is now. At, at ShopRite and Stop and Shop, and you pay $7 for a jar of mayonnaise now that used to cost uh, $2.50, right? So the cheapest price for marijuana in the tri-state area, New Britain, Connecticut, where the average price, according to this study, is $10.80 a gram, the study finds, the price for a gram in Newark, New Jersey is $11.30 a gram. And oh, by the way, one other story we're looking at this morning, you know, the casinos, right? A dollar and a dream. That's what I call it. A dollar and a dream. We'll sell you a dollar and a dream. Well, disappointing upstate casino takes are a warning for New York City. State Comptroller Tom DiNapoli says, tax revenues produced by four upstate casinos, newsflash, have fallen well short of what the state projected nearly a decade ago. And of course, this should be a warning to New York City's own potential casinos. DiNapoli is warning. So already we uh, have a full bank of uh, telephone calls and uh, we are going on, on a number of topics we're dealing with, at least for this uh, first hour. The big story around the world happens to be the arraignment of the former president of the United States of America, as he declared this was never supposed to happen in America. 
He's right. Can anybody disagree with that statement? Can anybody disagree with these statement with that statement? And now, now the special prosecutor, what's the rush to get to trial? They want to get to trial so fast. Two and a half years to investigate. And now, 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 what's the what's the great rush? What what is the great rush? Why not give Trump's team ample time to get up to speed and let's let's have this be a fair fight. A fair fight. Let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin with John in Nevada. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You know, this is overkill and it never should have happened. But the reason it's happening is because he was such a good president. Um, you know, he put three wonderful justices on the Supreme Court, overturned Roe v. Wade, ended affirmative action, got the military back in shape. Uh, this is a testament to what a great conservative president he was. Well, it seems like none of that matters now. It's a, it's a tremendous legacy, but it seems like none of that matters now. Three different, three different criminal cases looking at the possibility of a fourth in all likelihood. And, and we're supposed to believe with a straight face that this is on the merits. How, how could anybody believe that this is legitimately on the merits? John in Nevada, thank you for your telephone call this morning. Let's go to Teddy and Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Dominic. Dominic, do you remember the part in the movie with Shawshank Redemption and Morgan Freeman said, when uh, Tim Rollins says, is uh, everybody, anybody guilty in here? Are they, oh, don't you know? I didn't do it. They all, they all said, I didn't do it. Dominic, I was a dean for three years when I was teaching high school. So I taught three math classes and then I was a dean in the dean's office. And you had the same students repeatedly being referred to downstairs to the dean's office. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Dominic, the, I don't have enough fingers and my, and my colleagues and my former students who communicate with me. They say, what's wrong with these right-wing people, Teddy? What's wrong with these right-wingers? How many times do you have to see it and hear it? I don't have enough fingers to, de- to count the number of trials he's going to go through or indictments. Come on, Dominic. Even Vice President Pence, and they were talking about him today. He was the most aggressive person in his with his voice all of this time. He said, President Trump told me, told me to not to certify the election. He didn't say delay it. He said to me, don't certify the election. And he's and he told them, Mr. President, I can't do that. He said, you're too honest. Uh, this is the greatest day. And this is from Mike, I think, in Philadelphia. Is that his name from last night? Mike or Pete? I'm not sure. Hey, Mike, if you're Mike from Philadelphia, get a brain, huh? And wake up and smell the coffee. This is the greatest day in America. Okay, and I okay. hope. So Teddy, so you, you you said it's the greatest day in America twice, but I noticed, but I but I noticed in your assessment, you left out President Biden and his son Hunter. And, and you, you know, 
I will agree with you on this. That's why I'm fair, unlike the right. Hunter Biden should be charged with a felony for lying on his application to apply for a gun. You hear me, Jacqueline? I'm not like you. I call it both sides, Jacqueline from Boston, okay? Yes, he should be charged with a felony, okay? But as far as the president goes, just because he attended the meeting, okay, he attended the meeting with his son, you don't show me the proof that he got money, and then I will agree with you. But in the meantime, we have proof of Trump trying to eliminate the results of the election. Okay, okay. So, 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 Teddy, before I move on, what's the proof? Teddy? From President, from Vice President Pence. Okay, Vice President Pence and all, I I know what you're going to be responding to what I'm going to say. From all of his campaign leaders and all of his associates and all of the trial, the trial people going to court, saying there was there was no proof of fraud. Okay, and they all told him, and he knew it. He knew it. And now you're you're going to say to me. How do you know he knew it, Teddy? How do you know what goes through his mind? I know what you're talking about. Dominic, I'm a math teacher. You're a journalist. I think analysis. That's why you can't find many people being a math major. Okay? And and I stand by that. Okay, and so I Teddy. Okay, okay, nailed. okay, so Teddy. So stay with me for a second live here. I sure, wanna bring sure. in I wanna bring in Ralph from New Jersey. I have no idea what Ralph is about to say. But, Ralph, you're on live with Teddy. You just heard what Teddy had to say. What is your reaction? My reaction to Teddy is Teddy's way out there. That's the first thing, okay? He's way out there. But my point is it's a sad day in history that they disrespected this man. Former president of the United States is getting destroyed. And it's all politically motivated to suppress this man because he's the front runner. He's the runner for the people. And he's actually supporting all the people. And what's happening is he's the front runner. Biden knows he's going to lose if they let him out of the stable. They want to suppress him. They don't want him to run. You know, it's a sad day. It really is. You know, back in the day when you had Hoover and the FBI running things, things weren't like this. I mean, they had stuff like this with Kennedy and a former other presidents. It wasn't blown out like this. You know, it's it's supposed to be a fair race. You run and I run. And right. Well, you, you heard Teddy say that there's evidence out there, uh, that there's tremendous evidence from from Vice President Pence on. Your reaction to that? Well, uh, my reaction to that is because they, they, he, there is I don't see any evidence from that. Why? When 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 the election came to a close and Trump wanted him to, you know, not succeed. Uh, that's the evidence. I mean, right, because, because I'm, I'm going I'm to let Teddy respond in a second. But but what 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 it seems to me what occurred between Trump and Pence is a a misinterpretation of what of what the vice president could legally do. They had a difference I of agree. opinion. That's not I illegal. Agree. That's not illegal. So, Ralph, you stand by for a second. Teddy, you just heard Ralph say that you are, quote, yeah. way Ralph, out there. 
I will respond. Hey, Ralph, learn civics, okay? Learn U.S. political science. He does not, the vice president did not, does not have the right to decertify the results of the election when the Electoral College came forth with the votes. Okay, Ralph? No, it's not a question of, oh, let me think about it, okay? He does not have a right to do it. And Pence said he supports the Constitution and not the individual person. Okay, Ralph? That's the way it's our government's supposed to be. And this is the first time in 250 years that we didn't have a orderly transition of government from one president to the next president, regardless of whether it be the same president or not. Okay? Now respond to that, Ralph. Ralph? I'm not here to argue with you or yell, all right? Just because you're a math teacher and you were a dean doesn't make you a political science major either. But I do agree with you, okay? There should have been a smoother transition of power, but the man had every right to, you know, object uh, to the election, have the votes counted. It was a very close election. You know, the guy had a $70 million, a 70 million votes he had, the most out of any other president in the history of America. And you're telling me this guy won in the basement in that campaigning? Come on. We got big problems in this country, people. Big problems. We got a lot of problems. It's been running on cruise control for three years. Well, America has to wake up. A lot of problems with your border, a lot of problems with Russia, a lot of problems with Ukraine. You keep dumping money into Ukraine, dumping money, dumping money. And you're telling me that's not a trail with that with these Biden people. Come on. And the Democrats cannot answer the press. Only the Republicans can answer the press. It just keeps going back to that. Everybody just keeps, you know, dodging all the questions, dodging them, dodging them. But when the Republicans got questions, DeSantis, Trump, they got to answer them. Democrats, they get a pass, a pass. Okay, hey, hey, Teddy, it it seems, Teddy, that Ralph is on to something there when he points out that the Democrats are getting a pass from the media. Are you willing to concede that before I let you go? I already said to you that, and Attorney General Barr said it also, and I agree with him. Hunter Biden should be charged with a felony, okay? And many Democrats agree, okay? We're not, it's not, they're not getting a pass. I agree with you on that point. I've often said that to you, Dominic. I agree with you on many points. And you know I, I have. It's on record, me saying that. Hey, Ralph, you're telling me that Trump said that if he was president, he could end the war in Ukraine in one day. What about Kim Jong-un sending rockets over? You know, you see what you want to see, Ralph. You hear what you want to hear if it goes to your agenda. That's how a lot of people are. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be like that. I already called it out. Hunter Biden should be charged with a felony. And what about the and what about the president? What about the president, Teddy? I told you already, Dominic. Show me the evidence that he got money. Show me the evidence that he benefited from it instead of just sitting in the room. Right, but but you're, but, but but you're alleging that the evidence is already there on Trump, and I don't see the evidence. I'm saying what Vice President Pence said on the air. Right, but that's just his opinion. That's what do you his, mean, opi- his opinion. That's it's not his opinion. It's a law. It's in the Constitution. Come on, Dominic. You're smarter than that. Ralph, I'll give you the final say. Thank you, Teddy, before I move on to other callers. Go you ahead, gave Teddy, Ralph. a lot of time tonight. A lot of time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, okay. thank you. Thank you, Ralph. And, and folks, I, I, um, 
you should know by now that my method of operation is sometimes uh, if you're compelling, keyword, if you're compelling, I will permit people to talk. And so these two gentlemen just had a, a live conversation, as you heard, as it relates to the top issue in the world. And that's the indictment, 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 and the fourth possibility of an indictment of the former president of the United States. We are taking your calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. Some of you want to talk about Mayor Adams, uh, buildings commissioner, uh, uh, being indicted. Some of you want to talk about marijuana. Hey, let's all get high. New York City consumes the most. Out of out of everywhere in the world, what a tremendous accomplishment! A road scholar of weed, a road scholar of marijuana. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to John in Brooklyn, to St. James, to Queens, New Jersey, Maine, and Yonkers. Talk Radio Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you taking your telephone calls. A commissioner, the former buildings commissioner, uh, in the Adams administration has been indicted, indicted by the Manhattan DA, a story that we are following. But during former President Donald Trump's arraignment, the presiding judge, th- this is unreal, told the former president of the United States of America that he faces a maximum of 55 years in prison if convicted on all counts 55 years in prison if convicted on all counts we are taking uh, your telephone calls let's go to john in brooklyn good morning john what's on your mind okay i'll try to be succinct but i have a couple of uh, uh, points. I'm a Republican, but I'm not a Trump supporter. But I agree with uh, Trump that he's not getting justice. If anything, uh, it it's a wonderment to me that people are not taking seriously what Devin Archer might have said before that congressional committee regarding uh, Joe Biden's uh, involvement in whatever Hunter Biden was doing in trying to enrich the family. I think that's a more serious issue. Uh, I agree with you. There's, from from what I've seen in terms of these recent charges, there's not really much there. And uh, I only think of this as a means of trying to stop Trump from being the Republican presidential nominee if that is the will of the Republican uh, Party. Uh, I will also say on, on, on a more personal note, I was distracted with uh, family medical issues. So I was surprised to hear you uh, mention about our recent uh, 
disagreements with with uh, tagging over at Twitter, and uh, I I'm really sorry what happened. I I owe you a deep apology for this, Dominic, because I have ample respect for you as both a journalist and a talk show host. And in fact, someone else I had tagged who I also respect involved in the media had asked me, uh, aren't you going to listen to Dominic? And I said, I was going to, but then Dominic uh, blocked me. So I, I, I want you to hear this from me. Right. Okay. So I, I hear you loud and clear, John. And I, I think uh, to be uh, candid and honest with you, I think you're a great guy. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is, um, and I, I'm going to try to say this is, is the best way that I can. What I need you and others to understand is that you're, you, you're under the belief that you're one person contacting me, right? But then you times that times a thousand people a day and it, it, it gets to become too much. And I had asked you repeatedly to please stop tagging me on everything that you posted on Twitter, because any issue that you may have. So see, John, the type of guy I am, any issue I have with somebody, I'll discuss it. I can discuss it publicly. I can discuss it privately. So you you happen to have uh, issues with some coverage over uh, Frank Morano, some of the things that he does as it relates to uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. But I, I have nothing to do with that. So I and, and since you brought it up, I just and I, I do appreciate you as a man, you know, apologizing. But I, I don't understand why you keep tagging me in, in those 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 uh, posts that you make. Well, I, I'm not going to explain. I, I think I think we were just getting a little too heated there at one point, And then I realized, wait a second, I should just step back. And and then I got this. A message from someone saying, hey, you know, you should listen to Dominic and follow through with what he asked. And I was going to, and I wrote back to him, I was about to do that, and then you decided to block me. So Right. And, and just, John, because, it, 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 you know, I wish that we had had this conversation off air, but it's okay that we have it on air, because, um, you know, I, I had repeatedly said to you, please stop. Please right. stop. Please stop. And and you wouldn't stop. And I need you to understand, John, that that and, and John, I, I appreciate your call. And thank you for for the apology. I will unblock you. Uh, I think we've uh, each learned something here. Um, but but the point I'm trying to make, and I'm just going to be blunt and honest with you folks. So, you know, all of us talk show hosts, we have personal lives, too. And when we leave work, we don't take work with us 24 hours a day. You know, we have families, we have personal responsibilities, we have children, we have pets, and sometimes it can get to be too much. So like now I'm bombarded almost anything that I say here on WABC because of the popularity of the show and the ratings, almost anything that I say, I receive five to seven to 10 emails immediately over anything that I say, um, one way or the other. But John, I, I, man to man, I do appreciate you uh, calling up and um, and uh, and apologizing for that. I I will unblock you. Uh, but but again, folks, I don't need to be tagged on every single thing on social media that you're doing because I can't look at it all. And with no disrespect, I. I, I 
I don't have an interest in everything that, that you're doing. I'm trying to stay up on on the, the, the world of politics. So I, I give John from Brooklyn tremendous credit for dealing with the issue, calling up. And I will unblock you, John, as soon as we're done with the uh, with the program tonight. I just ask, please, you know, please. Um, and, and, and folks, because I'm saying please don't tag me on all your tweets, there are some people that are going to start tagging me effective immediately on, on, on all their tweets. Let's stick with the issue at hand right now. Uh, the other day, the other day we spoke to, in a minute I'm going to go to Norman in Brooklyn, but we spoke to Marianne in Queens. And uh, Marianne uh, became emotional um, discussing her, her son, her, her autistic son, um, who, who uh, uh, the COVID situation, and, and uh, she told us that doctors didn't want to treat him, and she went through uh, what, what's going on in, in, in her life, and it was an emotional moment for her. And so, Marianne, thank you for joining us uh, in Queens. Are you, are you doing better than you were the last time we spoke? Yes, I feel better. Okay, but that's good. I also good. want to say that in another program because I I was almost dying. My son, he's a young man now. He doesn't talk, and he only has me to represent him. And the doctor told me that the state will not allow no one to use the hydroxychloroquine because Donald Trump advised that. So because he advised for people to use it because that's what many um, uh, countries are doing. They're using it because that is against the malaria. And in India, a lot of people got saved because of that. And that was a common uh, medicine, but it's very uh, cheap. So we were waiting for a very expensive pharmaceuticals here that we're going to make billions of dollars so they cannot mess it up giving a cheap medicine that will actually cure the disease. So, but everybody is ridiculed, Tom. And he was saving us and nobody put attention to it. But let me tell you, um, Dominic, the media silenced the New York Post before the election because they knew that the evidence that the Hunter Biden computer will bring, and it was going to be Biden kicked on the butt to get out of his media-created presidency. The truth was killed. And this is why he's president today. I believe that we have to have more backbone and see what we're going to do. Because actually, the, what happened at the elections was never investigated. They had time to hide everything. So why don't the people stop being so coward and get us under the bed and put one million people in the street like they did in Puerto Rico when the Democrats were stealing the money that Trump was sending for the storm? And he said in a tweet what was going on, that they were stealing the money, and they said that he was lying. Guess what? Ricky Martin put one million people in Puerto Rico in the streets, and they got rid of those agencies that were stealing the money because they find the evidence, and they got rid of that government. We got to do something because they are not stealing only the president of the United States. They are stealing democracy in the whole world. 
Right. I I I I hear you. I I I hear you, uh, Marianne, and I. And you, you want you're issuing a, a a call to action, and um, we'll we'll see we'll we'll see what happens. But but you, I just want to make sure, and I've got to move on now. But you're doing better than the last time we spoke. Yes, 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 I am. Thank okay. you, because so we we don't want you to get upset emotionally, and um, and and to cry, um, because I was really really concerned about you. Thank you so much, Marianne. For the uh, call, let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Um, Yes, I I would like to talk about the marijuana, but I I can't just slough off uh, hearing my friend Teddy calling up. Um, It just seems like uh, uh, he has to rant and rave. And, uh, you know, we look, we, we don't have we don't agree people, people in the station. This is by and large, mostly conservatives call the station. He disagrees, but he always has to rant and rave. And I've heard him have little breakdowns uh, on the air. Uh, I, I heard him once on your show. I heard him on Rita's show. And uh, I'd like to correct him. It's Jacqueline from Brooklyn. Um uh, who I think is a genius, and uh, Jennifer from Boston, who I think is also a genius and is wonderful, but I haven't heard her in a while. Okay, I, I just, uh, you know, he always likes to call me out, uh, call out BJ and some of the other callers. Okay, and, so wait, uh, so Norm, you know, Norman, Norman, hold on a second. You just mentioned Jacqueline in Brooklyn. She's in the queue right here. So let's bring Jacqueline in on the live conversation. What was your point, Norman, as it relates to Jacqueline? Oh, I think Jacqueline is great. She's got, she's always on point. She's very educational. Um, she's also a good friend. And so that's my, that's, okay, that's all right. my thoughts on well, Jacqueline. Okay, well, well, hold on for a second. Jacqueline is uh, listening to you live right now. Good morning to you, Jacqueline. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? It's I, been a long time. I, I'm doing well. Uh, uh, one, it, it says here in my screen that you believe Teddy should get his facts straight. Yes. Starting with, as Norman uh, appropriately corrected him, I am from Brooklyn. I am not from Boston, although I'm very honored to be in the company and confused with Jennifer, who is from Boston, because she's fabulous. Um, Teddy needs to get his facts straight. He had been on with Greg Kelly back in June, and even Greg Kelly called him out and said, Teddy, get your facts straight. So if he can't get people's names and locations straight, I obviously am aware that he can't get any kind of political facts straight. And let me give him a civics education, that there is precedent for a president questioning the outcome of an election with the electors, because that is exactly what happened with John F. Kennedy in 1960 in the state of Hawaii. So there is political precedent for questioning the voting of the electors. The other thing, since I happen to have a background in both banking and finance, let me also explain to Teddy that there is a definitive paper trail showing money transfers to not only Joe Biden, but to his son, Hunter Biden, and all the rest of the Bidens in the family, including grandchildren that have no expertise or experience that should be getting a penny from China or any other country. So that's quid pro quo. That's what that's called, Teddy. So he wants to talk about facts and he wants to talk about civics. 
he, he needs to educate himself a little bit more than just mathematics, which I also questioned his ability with that. Okay, so hold on for a second, please, Jacqueline. Uh, Norman, what was your point this morning? Here, here, Jacqueline. Okay. Um, I was going to talk about marijuana. If you okay. want to talk about go, marijuana. Go uh, I, I'm short on time, but um, go ahead. There, everybody's smoking it in my neighborhood. In Canarsie, everybody's smoking it. When I go, when I take the B103, uh, all my neighbors are smoking it. Um, it smells, the marijuana today smells quite different than when I smoked a couple of joints back in the 80s. Um, it's, it's, it seems to be stronger. Um, they all, the, um, all the young people are smoking it. They smell of it. Uh, they don't have money for the bus. They don't have money. It seems like uh, they don't have money for, well, they have a lot of money for clothing and phones and marijuana. And, and uh, I hear them speaking with each other and it doesn't sound like many of them uh, are particularly articulate. And that I find rather frightening uh, that they're smoking marijuana. And I say to myself, uh, where are these young people going? What, 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 how, how are they going to make this a better future? And I, I, you know, all this legalization of marijuana, I say to myself, how is this improving our, our lot in life? And it's not. And I just, you know, it's, uh, you know, it may be marijuana may be fine if you're, you know, if you're a doctor, a lawyer, you're you've got means, you've 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 made your way in life, you have a degree and, you know, and you want to smoke marijuana. That's fine. But, you know, I see a lot of the young people, they're very vulnerable and uh, it's not doing them any good whatsoever. And that's it. That, that's my thoughts on marijuana. I okay. think I think. Uh, Mayor Adams was, uh, I think it was very selfish on his part to promote marijuana, to tell people to smoke marijuana, which he does. Uh, I've seen him on the Colbert show, uh, you know, talk, you know, joking about he's got he's got some, uh, you know, he's got good stuff and he laughs about it. And I don't know. I just think it's it's uh, it's very sad that this is what we've come to, you know, our, our mayor promoting marijuana. I think it's, uh, okay. you know, I, I, uh, I, I, hear, I hear you, Norman. I have to step in because I want to give Jacqueline the uh, final uh, last word before I take a break on whatever she wants to address. Go right ahead, Jacqueline. Really quickly, Dom. Uh, it's not just uh, in your area, Norm, where they're smoking the marijuana. It's in my area also. Um, I see people coming out of these uh, smoke shops with shopping bags. Shopping bags, like as if they're going grocery shopping in the grocery store. I, I can't imagine the amount of marijuana and edibles and everything else that, that they're uh, taking in. But this is all part of the government's dumbing down of America. And one final thing that I want to just educate Teddy about, Devin Archer corroborated that Joe Biden was present at dinners involving Ukrainian um crime individuals so he can't he can't deny the facts there is evidence there is proof he needs to open up his eyes and his ears and his brain well Jacqueline I thank you uh, for the call you have a, a wonderful morning Jacqueline from Brooklyn Dominic Carter here with you up until 3 a.m. this morning the other side of midnight starts at the top of the hour Frank Morano this is his last uh, work 
day of uh, vacation. He'll be back on Monday, but I will be with you until 3 a.m. Curtis Lee will take over from 3 to 5. We'll be right back with the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from Yonkers to Maine, New Jersey, Ohio, and St. James. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Migrants, migrants, migrants. Mayor Eric Adams to house 80 migrants in Brooklyn's McCarran Park. The city will begin housing dozens of migrants in that popular family-friendly Park, McCarran Park, as soon as this weekend, roughly 80 adult asylum seekers will move into a wing of the recreational center uh, located on the border of hipster neighborhoods, Williamsburg and Greenpoint. The mayor notified uh, local lawmakers Wednesday night. The announcement comes just days after Mayor Adams warned that the Big Apple spiraling migrant crisis is coming to a neighborhood near you. I, I don't get it. Why? Why does why does all of our lives have to be disrupted for migrants? I I I you know I. My initial reaction was an X-rated term, which I can't say on the radio. But uh, but enough of this. Enough of this. Give them a bus ticket to go somewhere else or a bus ticket to go back home. Either way, it's time to go. Let's continue uh, with your telephone calls. I don't want to get all worked up on the migrant issue. It's just disgusting what the American people are being forced to uh, to uh, deal with and and go through, and it's just it's it's not fair. I know that sounds terribly naive, Dominic. Come on, it's not fair. Yeah, but we pay taxes. Migrants don't. We pay taxes. Migrants don't. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. You know, Eric Ulrich, who was the, uh, who until recently was the building department commissioner in the Eric Adams administration, uh, his indictment, I'm sure, is worrisome to the administration. Uh, you know, Eric Ulrich, prior to being the commissioner, he had a promising future. He was one of the few Queens, uh, Republicans from Queens, who even people at one time said this guy was citywide material. So now, uh, with this indictment, uh, there's even rumors that he has ties to the commission and the five families. There are those rumors. There, there, there are. I, I try to stay away from from rumors. Yes. Uh, but, but, but there, there was also a report. Al, uh, the mayor denies this. There was a report that the mayor tipped him off, uh, yes. that to watch his back and his cell phone of of a fed federal investigation the mayor denies that but but uh th- th- this is a story that has legs and uh, if you're a brand new mayor this is the last thing that you want when i say a brand new mayor you know a That's year right. into your term this is the last right. thing that, that you want and uh eric adams need this like he needs a hole in the head <laughs> you know it's That's right. 
It just doesn't. Uh, it's just. It's just not that great. Uh, thank you, thank you, Al, for the uh, telephone call. Let's go to Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Tyler. Dominic, it's good to talk to you. Uh, I just wanted to correct Teddy. Um, he's wrong as always. Um, the vice president had the power before December of 2022 because Congress changed it. So why would they change it if there was nothing in there, Teddy? But anyway, he had the power not to stop it, but he can ask Congress to send a state if there's questions about that state, back to its electors for audit, okay? Congress doesn't have to do it, okay? He doesn't have the power to stop, but he does have the power to delay. It was an ambiguity that they were careful to remove in December of 2022. You can look that up, Teddy, okay? Um, Also, I just wanted to point out that while he's calling other people mindless, as the evidence is coming out about Biden's corruption, and Dominic, this is more than just bribery. We're, we might we may be talking about espionage here. Some of the papers on the uh, laptop that he sent to his partners in Burisma were CIA regional threat assessments. Okay, that is espionage. That is hardcore. Okay, and if Teddy wants to deny it because he's worried about Orange Man Bed, who I'm not worried about at all. Go for it, okay? But anytime, I, I was I wanted to get on the phone while he was calling, but it was busy because I know your show's popping tonight. But if I ever get a chance to, Teddy, you better brush up because I will trash you, okay? And you have yourself a great night. I'm sorry, Dominic. Was there anything you wanted to ask? No, 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 no. We we are good. We are good, Robert. I think that you uh, did a good job of making your point there. Thank you for the call. Have from, a good night from Philadelphia. You have a beautiful night as well. Uh, we have a lot of calls, and I'm at the point of the program where I'm trying to move as fast as I can. But, folks, if you don't make it uh, before the top of the hour, please stay with us, because once the other side of midnight starts, the, a national show, I can uh, I can still take your telephone calls as we will continue on the issue of former President uh, Donald Trump. Let's go to Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Dominic, always a pleasure. I'll make this really quick. Dominic, uh, Teddy, everybody, everybody who's saying things about Teddy is absolutely correct. He is totally wrong. Um, if he wants to start with quotes from movies, how about The Godfather when when Don Corleone says says about Tataglia that he's just a pimp, <laughs> and that's exactly what this man Smith is. Uh, this prosecutor from D.C. He's a pimp. He's nothing more than somebody who is a shill for uh, the government who's trying to trash President Trump and the American people. Um, on a personal note, I think that uh, Teddy needs professional help. He yells too much. And for you to take that every single night, and for he, he insulted Rita Cosby the other night. He, he said something about Poland, and that really bothered me. Um, and this man should not be on your program, but I digress with that. Dominic, have a great night. Thank you. I, I appreciate your call, Frank, but uh, but I, I am the final uh, uh, decider, uh, unless the owners make an ultimate call, the Casamitidis. But uh, below them, I, I decide who goes on the show. And I firmly believe, as I have consistently stated, that I believe in taking all points of views, period. End of story.
And so, uh, Teddy, you, you may not like it, but he brings a value, uh, uh, to the program, uh, in terms of he's entitled to his views. You're entitled to disagree with him. Um, you know, anyway. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Let's go to Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Dominic, I really, I wonder, are you, where did you go to a grocery store? What shop right where the price of the two ninety nine container went to seven dollars? It's actually, it's actually about, it's actually about six dollars. I go to, I'm almost uh, hesitant to say, but, but I go to the, uh, to the uh, shop right to, to uh, stop, to, yes, shop right on, uh, on, uh, on Route two o two. And I go to the one up in West, the one up in Havistraw. Uh, no, no, not the one in Havistraw. It's on, it's on, it's on two o two. Uh, not far from oh, Samson Dale Plaza by the Samson Dale yes, Plaza, right? Yes, okay. yes. And and I go to Shoprite. Um, uh, on uh in in New City, and and that price I just gave you, that's what it cost in each of those stores. And you say that it doubled in price. Yes, from two ninety nine to where it is now. What? What? You, well, you know, where is it? Well, is it six dollars or seven dollars? Okay, okay. You know what, Steve? I, I wish I had time to debate this with you, folks. The other side of midnight, starting right after news headlines. Tax day is coming. Oh no! But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a three percent match, you can get up to one hundred ninety five dollars for the twenty twenty three tax year. Oh. Yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 